Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have lots to discuss today, including the Bitcoin price action spiking to $26,000 in USDC. But how high can the Bitcoin short squeeze go? That's right. Circle's USDC instability is causing a domino effect on stables such as DAI and USDD. And even USDC has DPEG from the US dollar, which is not a good sign with $3.3 billion stuck with Silicon Valley Bank. And Max called this and predicted it three months ago on my show quoting max right here circle pays people to use circle and as such they are on the verge of bankruptcy whereas with tether they don't pay anyone to use tether there's a big difference there circle is about to go bankrupt it's usdc that's the one you need to look out for they are the next ftx and they're going to go bankrupt they are a big pile of ish it's circle so kudos to max also in today's show, the SEC denies Van Eck spot Bitcoin trust product and the commissioners see a double standard. We'll also be discussing $429 million in Bitcoin and crypto liquidated just in the past 24 hours as powerful law enforcement agency targets Ethereum. We'll also be discussing over $460 billion in Bitcoin and crypto could evaporate in a worst case scenario, warns crypto analyst Benjamin Cohen. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, JV. And naturally, there is lots to cover. So let's dive right in. Starting with today's market watch, we got Bitcoin back in the green after crashing pretty substantially sub 20 yesterday. Now we're back above 20,000 at 20,300 up 2% for the day, with Ethereum up about 2%, trading at $1,453. And as you can see, there's a mixture. (laughs) Some alts are obviously still in the red, and some have recovered some, but the most alarming of them all is the depegging of USDC from the dollar, which is currently trading at just 91 cents. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap is sitting at 932 billion with about 93 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance at 42% and the ether dominance at 19%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. We got KuCoin token leading the pack up 6%, followed by Trust Wallet token up 4%, followed by Pax Gold up 5%, and really not a whole lot in the green. Checking out Crypto Bubbles, we can see the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. Hex 
is the biggest gainer, up about 21% as the bulk of the altcoin market is in the red. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 33 in fear. Yesterday was a 34, last week a 50, and last month a 55 in greed. And welcome everyone just tuning in. Let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and what in the world is happening. Bitcoin refused to let 20,000 support die for good on March 11th as the weekend opened to a battleground for lost ground. As you can see here in the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart, a brief dip below the 20,000 mark overnight was short-lived, and the mood appeared more stable on the day as the initial wave of panic over the U.S. bank stability subsided. The collapse of SVB Financial, which followed Silvergate in dealing a fresh blow to some crypto firms, nonetheless continued to play out. And at the heart of the debacle this time was Circle, the blockchain firm, which overnight revealed it had lost part of the reserve funds from its stablecoin, USD coin, better known as USDC, with the SVB Bank. USDC immediately began to slide from its US dollar peg and at the time of writing was redeemable, which is currently at 91 cents, while at one point making Bitcoin worth more than $26,000 in USDC terms on major exchange, Kraken. And quoting Corey Clipson, if USDC is only 90% backed, the equilibrium price is not 90 cents. The equilibrium price is zero. Everyone has the incentive to redeem ASAP for a dollar. You don't want to be the last 10% with all of the money already gone. And he makes a great point. This is scary. Others believe that the situation was manageable and that USDC, the second largest stablecoin by market cap, would not fail altogether. Quoting this fellow here, the worst has already happened. You know that 8.2%, which is $3.3 billion out of $40 billion, is currently stuck in SVB, but it doesn't mean that the money is gone. As Adam pointed out, it's a similar FDIC recovery process. We can expect a 94% payout. So the damage could be around 190 million in USD. But we all know with a bank run, anything is possible. But in the tweet, Circle itself said that it had further five banking partners for managing its USDC cash reserves. And beyond USDC, nerves amongst traders predictably remain. Average funding rates were at their most negative since the FTX aftermath in November of 2022, indicative of a strong belief that further losses could still enter for the king crypto. And analyzing the implications, we had commentator Ted's talk macro argue that the overwhelming bearish bias can provide fuel for the classic short squeeze higher on Bitcoin slash USD. Quoting him here, the market remains heavily short here still, and that could provide fuel for Bitcoin to test at least 21,400 short term. And he added that a squeeze was already well underway based on Bitcoin's bounce off the multi-week lows beneath the 20,000 mark. Other popular market participants favored a return to the downside in the short term. Quoting Crypto Tony, amongst the madness today, Bitcoin remains good. I am anticipating another drop down to the interim support zone around 19.2. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. And I'll, and I'll of course, we got to give credit where credit is due. As I covered here on the show exactly three months ago on December 11, 2023, the title of the thumbnail, Max Kaiser says USDC is the next FTX. So he literally predicted it and quoting him here from the actual interview with Daniela Cambone of Stansbury Research. Circle pays people to use Circle and as such, they're on the verge of bankruptcy. Whereas with Tether, USDT, they don't pay anyone to use Tether. There is a big difference. Circle is about to go bankrupt. It's USDC. That's the one you need to look out for. And that's on the record. He also goes on to share they are the next FTX. 
FTX. So a lot of people were calling Max crazy for saying that as the entire crypto industry became pro uh, USDC, saying they're going to take over Tether and that Tether was going to collapse. Well, it looks like the complete opposite occurred and Max was right. Uh, the entire time. So again, got to give respect where respect is due. Now let's discuss the contagion as the effect of USDC slash circle experiencing these current woes. Now the stablecoin ecosystem felt an immediate effect as USD coin depegged from the US dollar due to the subsequent sell-off of Cyclone Valley Bank, which did not process 3.3 billion of Circle's 40 million transfer requests. And given USDC's collateral influence, major stablecoin ecosystems followed suit and depegging from the US dollar. DAI, D-A-I, a stablecoin issued by MakerDAO lost 7.4% of its value due to USDC's depegging. And as of June of 2022, almost 7 billion worth of DAI supply was collateralized by 8.5 billion worth of cryptos, confirms data from Statista, which we can see here. And out of the lot, USDC represented 51.8% of DAI's collateral worth 4.4 billion. Other prominent cryptos include Ether and Pax Dollar at 0.66 billion and 0.61 billion, respectively. But as a result, DAI DPEG from the dollar to momentarily touch 89 cents. The stablecoin recovered to trade around 92 cents at the time of this recording, which is obviously not a good sign. And then we have USD Digital, USDD, a stablecoin issued by Tron, a fractional algorithmic stablecoin, Frax, F-R-A-X. They both shared a similar fate due to adverse market sentiments. USDD responded to the USDC sell-off with a nearly 7.5% drop to trade at 92 cents, while Frax dipped even further to 88 cents. Ouch. Other popular cryptos such as Tether USDT and Binance USD continue to maintain a one-to-one peg with the U.S. dollar. Now, what were most investors most worried about? USDC and BUSD due to the FUD in the industry, which two stablecoins are perfectly fine and thriving? USDT Tether and BUSD. Go figure. You can't make this stuff up, folks. It's wild. The entire DPEG and ordeal started after Circle announced its 3.3 billion in funds. It would not process for the withdrawal for SVB. SVB was shut down by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation for undisclosed reasons. Hmm. However, the California regulator appointed the Fed Deposit Insurance Corporation, better known as the FDIC, to recover to protect insured deposits. All I know is this. It means nothing. You're insured your so-called secured money by the FDIC because what if they don't have the money to pay it out? What if there is a bank run? And also keep in mind, many people had invested way more than $250,000. So they're more than likely never going to see their money again. Then think about all the poor crypto investors who had their money in USDC or any of these stable coins. And now they're worth a fraction of what it was. The entire reason people put their you know, uh, assets in, or, you know, maybe trade their Bitcoin or crypto assets for stable coins is specifically so it can maintain the value of the dollar. So when there's a deep in, it can create bank runs and it creates a lot of uncertainty and fear. And these stables can literally collapse and go to zero. So if you have your money in these stable coins, I wouldn't sit on it praying it goes back to a dollar. I'd probably take some action and do something about it. And still to this day, I think Tether USDT has survived the test of time and they would be my go-to and Max says they're back one-to-one and it, and he predicted this literally 90 days ago. It's USDC we need to be aware of. So with that being shared, 
Let's dive into our next uh, story of the day, shall we? Uh, almost immediately after the USD coin issuer Circle revealed it would not withdraw their $3.3 billion of its $40 billion of reserves, SVB, the reluctant sell-off caused the price of the stablecoin to fall below its dollar peg. March 9th, Circle initiated a wire transfer to remove its funds from SVB as the FDIC insured bank was about to shut operations. However, two days later, on March 11th, Circle confirmed that the wire transfers were not wholly processed with $3.3 billion of USDC reserves still with SVB. VB, not a good look. Data from Cointelegraph Market Point Trading View showed that the USDC prices fell immediately after the revelation, which we can see here, which is not a good look with the current low being 87 cents. How low will she go is the million dollar question. And further adding here, as with Silvergate, our teams have worked at speed to limit any exposure to banks. This includes a wire transfer request made before SVB's FDIC receivership at $3.3 billion in cash. Exposure remains, but we follow state and federal regulatory guidance. On-chain data further reveals that Circle redeemed $1.4 billion USDC in eight hours to reduce exposure. Crypto companies, including Coinbase and Jump Trading, redeemed approximately $850 million and $138 million in USDC, respectively. Now, just two weeks ago, February 23rd, USDC issuer Circle announced plans to increase its staff headcount by 25%, going against the ongoing layoff trend. Another red flag, if you're to ask me. And during the timeline, Circle's chief financial officer, Jeremy Fox Green, had shared its intent to go public pending an improvement in market conditions. He added that the crypto industry needs more distance from the Terra and FTX implosions for public investors to reevaluate the future of digital asset businesses. So there you have it. And now let's discuss our next breaking story of the day. The damn SEC has denied yet another spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States. Not a good look for Gensler and their criminal friends at the SEC. On March 10th, the United States Securities and Exchange Commission ruled against a change that would allow investment manager Vanek to create a spot Bitcoin trust. Commissioner Mark joined his colleague Hester Pierce in releasing a statement criticizing the commission's decision not to approve the listing and trading of the financial product. The commissioners noted that the SEC had denied every application facts for a spot Bitcoin trust that had been filed almost 20 over the last six years. His decision on Van Eck repeats the analysis that the commission has given to each of those recent orders, quoting them here. In our view, the commission is using a different set of goalposts from those it used and still uses for other types of commodity-based ETPs to keep these spot Bitcoin ETPs off the exchanges we regulate. The agency argued that there is no underlying regulated market and therefore Van Eck has no comprehensive surveillance sharing agreement with a regulated market of significant size related to spot Bitcoin. While that is a requirement applied to all exchange-traded products, quoting them here. It's also clear the commission is using a uniquely burdensome definition of significant in its analysis of a spot Bitcoin ETP. Now, Van Eck had Bitcoin futures link financial products. It began its attempt to gain approval for a spot link product back in 2017, six years ago. The SEC delayed making a decision on the market co- or in the company's current and third application for spot ETP for months time. And I think this is likely to continue. Now, the person who was nominated by U.S. President Joe Biden and appointed to his post in June released a statement on the SEC's proposed toughening of custody rules in February, in which he stated, this approach to custody appears to mass a policy decision 
decision to block access to crypto as an asset class. So there you have it. And with that being shared, now let's discuss our next big story of the day, and that's 429 million liquidated in the past 24 hours. That's right. New data from Coinglass shows 137,000 traders were just liquidated to the tune of 429 million bucks, with the majority of traders losing bets on Bitcoin and ETH, which saw 141 million and 110 million in liquidations, respectively, like whoa. Other prominent crypto assets affected include smart contract platform Solana, Bitcoin alternative Litecoin, meme asset Dogecoin, layer two scaling solution Polygon, and Oracle provider Chainlink, as well as XRP. Now, Bitcoin and Ether are currently trading, or Bitcoin's roughly at 20300 and we have Ether currently just under, what, the $1,500 level. The broader market plunge comes as the Biden administration and New York's attorney general launch an assault on crypto assets and their owners. Ethereum has been labeled as a security by the New York Attorney General Letitia James, which I covered in great detail in yesterday's episode, in a new lawsuit filed with the Supreme Court of New York on Thursday, and the Biden administration targeting Bitcoin mining and a new tax proposal following the regulatory pressure that collapsed crypto-friendly bank Silvergate. Do you think this is by coincidence? Absolutely not. The macro economy is not helping the crypto market either. Equities are reeling from the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, which was officially shut down by regulators today after reporting $1.8 billion loss from selling mostly U.S. government bonds. Now, mainstream economists believe that banks can buy government bonds as a safe way to diversify their assets, but the Fed's sharp interest rate hikes have sent their prices in a downward spiral. That's right. And now let's discuss a worst case scenario for the crypto markets that would mean $460 billion wiped out. Now, considering the entire market cap is roughly what 900 plus billion, let's just give it the benefit of the doubt and round up to a trillion. Half the market can get wiped out, which would not be so good for the price action. So let's uh, break this down before we dive into the live Q and A. While they Widely followed crypto analyst Benjamin Cohen identifies the worst case scenario for the crypto markets as the price continues spiraling downwards. In a new session, he tells his 800,000 YouTube subs, the crypto markets can give up hundreds of billions of dollars in a correction similar to the dot-com collapse, quoting the analyst here. There's a lot of similarities between the tech stock collapse back in the dot-com era and the crypto collapse that we are seeing today. Cohen looks at the performance of the NASDAQ during the dot-com era and draws parallels to today's crypto markets. He uses the market rally and decline percentages from the dot-com era to indicate where the total market cap for Bitcoin and other cryptos could be heading. And according to the analyst, the total market cap of crypto assets may be in a position where to witness one more capitulation phase, similar to what happened in the NASDAQ in 2022 when it crashed by about 30% before bottoming out. As he shares here, where would it put the total crypto market cap if we went 30% lower below the prior low? It would put the total market cap at around $500 billion, which represents a sizable correction from the current levels. That's 30% below the prior low. And from the current levels, that would represent another 40 to 50% correction. And again, we know that these percentages are subject to slight changes, like it's not going to be exact. So maybe it could be 40% down from here if it's going to follow it, or maybe it could be 50% down and you get closer to $400 billion. I think the worst case scenario for crypto would be somewhere around a 400 to 500 billion market cap for the entire asset class. Now a decline to a 500 billion market cap would evaporate more than $460 billion worth of cryptocurrencies. The current total market cap at this time is sitting at roughly $966 billion. Cohen also 
says the dot-com crash from its peak occurred over a two-and-a-half-year period when the Nasdaq dropped by a total of 83%. And he says a similar fall from the peak of the crypto markets would also bring the total market cap down to $400 billion or to the $500 billion range. The crypto analyst notes that he is identifying the worst-case scenario, and it is still possible the bottom is already in. Quoting him here, there's always a chance that the bottom is in and that it doesn't have to play out in the worst case scenario. Touche. And to watch this video he did, where is the crypto bottom worst case scenario, check the show notes below the video in the description. And if we were to hypothetically fall to a half a trillion dollar market cap, literally wiping out over $400 billion from the market, where do you think that would take the Bitcoin price action? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.